The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What is this going to be? Moneyline. With the two best hosts to ever do it. I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Some say how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. And away we go on a Friday afternoon edition of Moneyline. It's Donnie Wrightside's solo mission today. So I got you covered on the best hour of your day for the next hours. We got a lot of topics to hit. And we are, people, going to spend a lot of time on college basketball. Some good games tonight overall. Some wagers we can get down on there. Tomorrow, top 25 action. Absolutely sensational. We'll wait for some of those lines to come out tomorrow. But already liking one spot particularly well, which I'll go over that. The NBA. Interesting night last night, folding over into tonight. We'll take a look at that as well. Some great things going on. And also, people, we finally made it. It's March. It is. It's March. So we can play a little bit of music here to get those dancing shoes on. Who's ready to go? Monday starts college basketball time, baby. Yes, we did it. It's March. Conference tournaments left and right. You know the deal, people. Put the dancing shoes on. My goodness, it feels good. And by the way, last night, cashing in tickets, boys. If you followed along yesterday, told you, I really like those USC Trojans. Boogie Ellis and the boys going up north to take on Washington State. Thought that line was a little bit off. Plus seven there as we welcome in the radio audience. You are listening live right here to Moneyline, Sirius XM Channel 159. It's your boy Donnie Wrightside now. Should have probably won that game outright for USC. But finding those gems on a night-to-night basis. Do you know where we're going tonight? Just going to give a little teaser because we'll get to it a little bit later in the show. little Ivy League action tonight. A little A-Sun action tonight. Tomorrow, my favorite wager so far to start the day. And again, there's a lot of games I didn't hit yet. But if we're just talking high majors, power fives. We're going to the Big 12 tomorrow, baby. Coming away with victories in an afternoon ball game. So a lot to look forward to. Hopefully you guys also are checking out who you would like to take in March Madness. Sort of formulating a game plan on what you want to do in March Madness. I have a couple teams picked out here. We'll review once again and go over some of those odds. And also just some great basketball as we wind down the stretch. The Power 5 conferences, or should I say the high major conferences, only a few games left. They'll play this weekend, then through next weekend, and the way they go into their conference championships. And the thing I love about this time of year is we are going to start to get used to afternoon gambling times. That means next week, late next week, you're going to have afternoon college basketball action, which is going to float right into the following week with afternoon college basketball action. March Madness brings that afternoon college action then folds right into Major League Baseball afternoon action. So away we go for most of the winter, right? And fall, you're not getting a lot of that afternoon action. The majority of things obviously starting at night. College football, professional football, you get the picture here, right? Now as we fold over into baseball and March Madness, day betting services, as I like to say, open up 
in style, and we'll get a kick out of that. But again, we're going to try to take a look at some of these things a little bit later in the show on basketball. Let's get some of the uh, interesting topics out of the way. We had some great ones yesterday. Jerry Jones paternity test. That's a billion-dollar question. If, yes, he is the father, which he probably is, how much is that going to cost him down the line? Also, we talked about Tyreek Hill out here, baby mamas left and right, getting sued left and right, but also getting sued by IG models because they hold their own in backyard football shenanigans. Love that, people. But today, we get down to some hardcore business. And this is something that I don't understand why it hasn't happened yet in college football. But the rules committee is proposing helmet radios in college football and a two-minute warning. Let's take a look at the second one first. The two-minute warning, that's obviously a pro football thing. But I I don't mind the two-minute warning in football. It's basically a timeout. It facilitates, you know, if you like, let's just say, prop bets, it's some extra plays at the end of the ball game because the clock does stop and you're forced to run more plays. It also facilitates maybe a comeback that you probably wouldn't see because it gives you an extra timeout. So I don't mind that in college football. But in college football, by the way, weren't they trying to tell us that the game is long enough and now we're trying to make it longer? I mean, which way do you want it, college football? Do you want a four-hour football game We just let it all out? Or you try to lie to us and say, well, uh, the TVs really want this at three hours no more, but we're not going to cut any commercial time down. We're going to cut the actual playing time down on the field, which is ridiculous. So what do you want? And by the way, if they did approve a two-minute warning college football, I certainly wouldn't be against that here. But here's the other one. Helmet radios. This is a billion-dollar entity now raking in hundreds of millions of dollars per year for college football. Why don't we have something so simple as a helmet like you do in the NFL? One for a middle linebacker on defense, one for a quarterback on offense. No longer are we going to have to deal with Connor Stallions in Michigan and stealing signs and setting up in other people's stadiums and invading other teams' sidelines to look across the field and film. We're done with that. We're done with it. No more signals on the sideline. A simple radio in. X36 cross dive B motion on one. Ready, break. Yep. Defense can't decipher that and screen pass or run. Now, also, they can take a look at the formation and try to do some of that stuff. That's all well within the bounds of football and fair play. The fact that we might even have a rules proposal for a helmet radio that would get turned down would be laughable. And absolutely hilarious. It would be. Now, let me just get something straight up here on the combine. I can't, you guys know this already. I can't stand the combine. I don't think there's any use for it. A couple defensive ends, defensive tackles ran fast yesterday. Oh, my God, they really improved their draft stock. Why? You didn't watch them on film? That's like saying, you know what? I love this player because he knocks down three-point shots. You watch him in games. Splash, 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 splash. Home away, doesn't matter. Hand in his face. Hand down, man down, right? Three-point shots all over the place. He comes to work out for you or work out at a combine and shoots 20% from three-point range. Do you go, man, you know what? I know he might have been one of the best three-point shooters in the game and absolutely clutching games, but in this empty gym where he didn't make enough here, yeah, yep, looks like he's going to be slipping. Why do GMs put any stock whatsoever in the combine? The biggest waste of time in the sports landscape. It is an absolute waste of time. Measurables, so what? It's like studying for a test. These aren't pop quizzes. You know the answers to the tests months in advance, and all you do is work on one thing. Two things, three things. Get your bench technique down. Great. Uh, I'm going to hire a track coach after football season so I can run fast in a straight line, something I will barely do in the NFL ever. And how about running in a circle multiple times and getting timed, as if you run in a circle on the football field like you're a NASCAR driver. Enough with that nonsense here. We got some big things to do. Let's start talking about some college basketball. What happened last night, and let's look forward to this weekend. Donnie Wright's out right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We're back out of here on a Friday afternoon edition of Moneyline. Donnie Wright side here, Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Now, college basketball is coming up. Just wanted to hit this final thing uh, on the combine itself, which, again, I can't stand it at this point. But the one thing we've been bringing up lately is, like, Jaden Daniels. And we talked about it yesterday while Kevin was with us here. And it's the fact that Jaden Daniels probably is going to be a really good NFL quarterback. There's no question in my mind. But he's not nearly the number one overall pick. Just buffoonery out here for people saying he should be the number one overall pick. Thank goodness you don't run franchises. And that's probably why the people who are saying it aren't actually in NFL organizations as we speak. Not to say he's not a good guy. Not to say he can't even be a number one pick in other years. This year with a generational type talent like Caleb Williams, we don't know if he's going to be an unbelievable player. But the hype around Caleb Williams and the proof on the field is undeniable at this point. Ludicrous if you would sign, or should I say, pick Jaden Daniels over him. Now, granted, if you're the Bears and you like Jaden Daniels, and you say, you know what, I'm going to pass on Caleb, get a massive haul, trade down, and get Jaden Williams, that's one thing. That's completely different. But the fact that some people are out here saying that he should be the number one overall pick by the Chicago Bears, just absolute lunacy. Makes no sense whatsoever at this point. But some of the topics do come up. Yesterday, I talked on the early line, both myself and Ben. Uh, not happy him, Ben, I should say, with what we were saying, where it's like, you know what? Is Caleb Williams a little bit hard to deal with? The, like, the rumors coming out of his camp, like, hey, you know, if I get picked number one overall, yeah, I want my contract, but also I want a piece of the franchise itself. Like, I want ownership stakes. So it's like, all right, just settle down over there, right? So then, of course, we have some of the fake accounts coming out saying that he's unwilling to go to certain teams, which I don't believe that here. But there is something to be said, and I don't blame Caleb Williams one bit for what he's doing here outside the lines, right? He, he, he shouldn't be, or should I say, inside the lines. He, he's not going to perform at the combine. And quite frankly, for myself, to be honest, Caleb Williams doesn't have to perform anywhere. Now, granted, we are competitive guys in this field. They are competitive guys in their own field of play, right? You want to prove you're the best, and none of these top players technically are scared of anything. But if I'm coming in to an NFL draft as the guaranteed number one pick, man, you can sit on your couch and eat potato chips until April in the draft, and you'll be number one. Like, the only way I guess you can hurt your stock is run a 40-yard dash at 5.7. Show up to your pro day fat and out of shape, barely lift weights, and look terrible and say, well, I haven't thrown since the end of football season. Right? That's how you can sabotage yourself. But the reason I'm bringing up Caleb Williams today is not for anything like what I'm going to do on the football field, as I stated. It's just a simple notion of why not just make it easy on yourself, Right? You can show up, and I don't, you can meet with football teams. And again, you don't have to meet with all 32 teams because only a handful might, might trade up to the number one spot. And quite frankly, you're really just meeting with the Bears and the Bears going, you know what, you're the guy, that's a wrap here. And you don't have to meet with anybody else. Should have get that guarantee from the Bears behind closed doors. Like, yeah, Caleb, you're going to be number one overall. Don't worry about anything else. Good, I don't have to go to 15 cities and work out for other teams. Let me just work out for the Bears, and I'll be done with that at this point. But the one thing I always laugh about are like the medicals, right? 
And he says, you know what? I'm not sharing any medicals with any team here until I basically get to my pro day or choose the Chicago Bears to give them to. What all you have to do is hand your portfolio right over to the NFL. They send it out to each and every team and be done with it. You don't have to answer any more questions or have any wonders here. Like also, like if you have your medicals, and you send, and you don't want to send them out. Doesn't that just raise red flags right off the bat? Like, what are you actually hiding at this point? Like, if you told somebody, right, I'm going to get a, uh, I need a bank loan. I'm going to buy a new house. And they go, all right, all right what price tag of the house? And you claim you have $1 million in the bank. And the bank goes, cool, you do? Great. Send it over. All right, here, no problem. Whoop, send it right up to the bank. There's my million bucks. Or you just play hardball with the bank and go, I told you I had a million. I'm just, you know, I'll send it to you when I send it to you, and I'll get it over sometime late in the process. Like, why be so hard about that? Why not just hand over the medicals? No big deal. What are you hiding? Your elbow's going to fall off? Your knee is holding on by a thread? I doubt that's happening at this point. Why just make it tougher on yourself and just feed into that narrative like Caleb Williams is hard to deal with at this point? We know he's a great athlete. He's probably going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. But why make it so hard? Which is what gives credence to, like, you know, hey, Jaden Daniels can go number one. Forget about how talented Jaden Daniels is on the football field. Maybe he's easier to deal with. And sometimes that's part of it. How many times do you see quarterbacks get in the building, think they're bigger than the team themselves, and nobody likes them at that point? I'm not saying Caleb Williams is that guy, but come on, man. Seems like at every turn, we're getting roadblocked here on Caleb Williams. It is what it is. I'm sure we'll have some unbelievable tweets on X, social media, from the people covering the combine and showing how fast the guy is running in shorts and a t-shirt in a straight line for a guy we never heard of. And they're going to tell me that he's improved enough to now be a second or third, a second or third round pick at this point. Stop the madness here, right? Stop it. All right. Let's get to some college basketball talk. Let's start to set the stage. Yesterday in college basketball, not a big card overall, but my favorite play, my best bet yesterday, was the USC Trojans getting seven points from the Washington State Cougars. Ended up getting that. Up USC was at the half, 39-36. Excuse me, 39-35. Second half actually had a nine-point lead, which disappeared quite quickly, and Washington State took control of that game, ended up winning it at the end, but also... USC had a couple looks at three-point range with under 10 seconds left to go. Now, for my money, I love the fact that it make any of those. Would I have loved them to win it to sort of flex your chest and be like, hey, you know what? Told you SC was good. They didn't even need the points. They won outright. But again, not playing that type of game. We never want to go to overtime. Missed that three-point shot, rebound, Washington State games over, three-point loss, seven-point cover, and away we go here. But there were two games out yesterday in the WCC, which are going to have ramifications, particularly for tomorrow's college basketball slate. St. Mary's beat Pepperdine on 83-57. to St. Mary's now 24-6 and on the season, 15-0 and in the West Coast Conference, clinching the conference title over Gonzaga, who actually had a tough game on the road in San Francisco against the Dons. And ended up getting a win 86-68 to over San Francisco. Which coming into that game, San Francisco was 11-3 in the West Coast Conference. 12-2 was Gonzaga. But St. Mary's clinches the West Coast Conference, which is going to set up a game between those two tomorrow, which most people, ah, it doesn't matter. It's already clinched. doesn't matter who wins. Get them in the West Coast Conference tournament where you can get the automatic bid. Nonsense. Nonsense. Two teams can't stand each other. They might respect each other. They can't stand each other. Hated rivals in that conference. St. Mary's finally has the leg up. Can sweep them in the regular season. Then go to the WCC conference tournament, which I believe is still in Las Vegas, and knock them down again. Should be some interesting stuff going on all the time, but I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. If we take a look at the Friday basketball card, Dayton and Loyola today in the 8-10, not a bad matchup. Dayton, 21st overall in the country, 12-3 in the A-10. Loyola, Chicago, 12-3 in the A-10. The only other ranked team playing tonight is Utah State. But there are some games that I do think should be getting your attention tonight. One of those games is from Philadelphia, from the legendary Palestra. That's going to be Cornell Pennant. If we line Cornell up in this game, 9-2 overall. In the Ivy League. 78-74 loss last time out against Brown. Three games left in their season. Penn, Princeton, and Columbia. 
Friday, Saturday, which again, I love that about the Ivy League. I only play on Friday and Saturday, back-to-backs, take the week off, play the next weekend. They end with Columbia next weekend. Cornell does, under Brian Earl, play with incredible pace. They like to get up and down the court. Now, Penn, coming into this game, just bad on the season, man. Two and nine overall in the Ivy League. Ten and 16 overall themselves. Last time they played Cornell, they lost by 17 points. But I'm going to actually tell you what I like in this game overall. So we'll set the table for that one, as I told you. I also like another game in the A-Sun today. We'll handicap that. It's a basketball Friday. It's not a football Friday, people. Put your dancing shoes on. We are in the month of March. I'm Donnie Wrightside. This is Moneyline. I'm doing a solo mission. Don't miss out anymore. Let's get after it in college basketball. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness in full effect, people. Get used to it. Monday, the dance and shoes start. Conference basketball championship week. Smaller schools. Then we get into the high majors, and away we go into March Madness. Sunday, March 17th is Selection Sunday. Can't wait for that. Should be a lot of fun. Of course, we'll get a little bit of controversy, but then we can start putting in some of these futures wagers to sort of cash in some tickets here. Now, I'm going to continue on my path here for a game tonight at the Palestra between, excuse me, Cornell and Penn. I do like a certain side, but let's get the phone lines, have some fun. 844-843-6879. It is the X-Man on a Friday afternoon edition of Moneyline right here on the Sports Grid Network. X-Man, what's up, man? What do we got? We got heavy NBA action tonight. Oh, yeah. We got Damian Lillard. Mm -hmm. Game time, baby. Over Mm -hmm. 22 and a half. We got Mm -hmm. Jalen Brown. Yep. Over 22 and a half. We got Uh Kyrie Irving. Over Mm -hmm. 24 and a half. I'm going with the Golden State Warriors on the money line. Golden State. Yeah. On the money line. That's 12 to 1. What's that price? 12 to 1 right there. Love to see it. Love to see it. It's Friday. It's payday. We can all have some fun. Get down with that. And by the way, you know X-Man's going to come prepared next week. Conference tournament action. No. Then we go away to the big boys. I mean, are we ready for it? Are we ready for it, X-Man, for next week's action, afternoon action? Yeah, I'm going to kill them next week, especially the women's college basketball. I'm the best in that. So let's do it. Ready to go. Ready to go. Again, let me let me get the pick here for the women's national championship. What is the play? Now, I already I already told you. LSU. Yep. Tell them again. Get them while they hot. There it is. Get them while they hot. hot. LSU. Look at that. So LSU in the SEC here. Not even the favorite in the conference as well, X-Man. Got a little South Carolina there. Actually playing juice to win a national championship. LSU, you get a nice little ticket there for them to win it all. Go back to back. I like where we're going here. All right, there you go. X-Man checking in. Thanks for the phone call today. Appreciate it. Make your rounds around town. Shout out to the people of Virginia Beach. Shout out to everybody there down in Virginia. Everybody. 
It's time to cash him some tickets. He's bringing the heat today. If you got any plays out there, you want to get off your chest. You know these phone lines are open, man. It's a Friday. Anything goes on a Friday. 844-843-6879. Now back to the Plestra and the Ivy League and Cornell and Penn. Cornell's a much better basketball team. We know that. I actually didn't take a side in this game or a total. But we do have some pretty good price points in this game, by the way. We're expecting points. 157.5 is the number currently listed at FanDuel. DraftKings, 158. BetMGM here in New Jersey, 158.5, as well as points bet. And Bet365 coming in at 157.5. Rare, right? Back in the day, Ivy League, usually one of the slower conferences. Not anymore, man. We're playing at a breakneck temp here. And I like the team total in this game for Cornell. It's 80.5. Sounds like a lot. But trust me. Let's go over some of the numbers here. Cornell, number two in efficiency on offense in the Ivy League. Keep in mind, the Ivy League is not one of those monster conferences, 14, 15, 16 teams, only eight teams. Cornell, number two, but on defense, Penn, seventh in efficiency. So a good match right off the bat here for Cornell. If we're taking a look at what Cornell does well on offense, they're okay. They don't really turn the basketball over, but Penn's defense doesn't force you into any turnovers as well. Now, here's what I like the best. You guys know it's all about matchups. It really is. 50% of the shots for Cornell in conference play come from the three-point line. That's number two in conference play. Penn's defense, again, eight teams in the Ivy League, they give up over 50% of their shots come from three-point range. Eighth in conference play to eight teams. So again, just do the math there. One team loves the three-point shot. One team loves to let you shoot the three-point shot. So at the Palestra, if Cornell is knocking down their average amount of three-point shots, that's going to go a long way. If we're looking at point distribution for Cornell on offense, they're number two in conference play, getting 40% of their points from three-point range. Penn's defense, number one in conference play at letting you score from three-point range. 42% of the points Penn gives up are from the three-point line. It's a match made in heaven there. It really is. And also, if you're taking a look at Cornell, which doesn't live in the paint, however, as a team, Cornell shoots close to 61% inside the arc. So if you're not shooting three-point shots, you are unbelievably effective inside the arc. That's what I like to see here. Because even though Penn is stingy inside the arc, they're the worst team at defending at giving up close to 55% of the hoops there. How about that? So Cornell, in a game where we should have some good tempo, should be able to make the three-point shot. And if they do, they'll score more than 80 points. Now, granted, you might say, Donnie, why don't you just take Cornell? You know, if they should be better than Penn, they should wax them. Why not just lay the four and a half? I don't even want to worry about the final score. Because I'm handicapping this game as Cornell should do whatever they want to Penn. Forget about Penn's offense, right? Just remove that from the equation. I just need Cornell's offense to play well tonight. We'll let the chips fall. Hell, Cornell could actually lose this game and still hit that 80-point mark. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but you see where I'm going here. We're not worried about anybody's defense. Or should I say Cornell's defense? We're just worried about the offense here. I think that makes some sense. I think it's a good play tonight to take Cornell. Now, if we take a look down to the Nashville area tonight, this is the Atlantic Sun. Eastern Kentucky is going to take on Lipscomb. Both of these teams do have decent tempos, but also very efficient offenses. And Lipscomb in the A-Sun, there's 12 teams. They're 12th in efficiency on defense, which lets you know you should be able to get down. So if we take a look at Eastern Kentucky, it doesn't turn the, the basketball over all that much. Quite frankly, neither does Lipscomb. But if we're looking from an advantage, Eastern Kentucky rebounds the ball very well on offense. They like to get to the free throw line. Now, granted, Lipscomb's defense is really bad. They don't foul all that much. But here's one of the matchups we like. Eastern Kentucky doesn't rely on the three-point shot. There's 12 teams in the Atlantic Sun. They're 12th in volume from three-point range. But sometimes you say, like, oh, man, I would love to have that volume. Just like we talked about with Cornell, right? If you have a team that can shoot it fairly well and likes to shoot a lot of three-point shots, that can be deadly. They can heat up and just annihilate the other team. But Eastern Kentucky, in, I'm going to check to see their national ranking as well. They're 37th nationally on the season at shooting the three-point, or should I say three-point percentage. How about this in-conference play? 
Eastern Kentucky makes close to 42% of their shots from three-point range as a team. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. Now, look at Lipscomb on defense. About midway in the conference at trying to chase you up the three-point line. So they don't do a bad job, but they don't do a great job here. They give up close to 40% from three-point range. So think about that. One team that is the best overall in-conference play percentage-wise, lining up three-point shots, going up against the worst team in the conference at defending the three-point line. That's pretty good. You'll take that. Also, styles make fights here, right? Point distribution. Fifth in conference plays EKU inside the arc. Fourth in defending, which means you can score against them. That's Lipscomb. Everything on offense should work for Eastern Kentucky. So we're going to take the over for Eastern Kentucky at 79.5 tonight as a team total. Again, we're not worried about the defense here for Eastern Kentucky. By the way, Lipscomb does have the best offense in conference play, which is great. You would love to see Lipscomb running toe-to-toe with Eastern Kentucky because that means you have a two-horse race here, not one just sort of running the clock out. Would love for Lipscomb to have a very good offensive night tonight. But the focus is going to be on Eastern Kentucky for me, and we're going with the overs. So 80.5 as a team total for Cornell, 79.5 as a total for Eastern Kentucky. Those are a couple plays that I do think we can dig in on tonight. Good basketball card overall. A lot of big names on the schedule? Not really. Dayton and Loyola, as we said, probably the best game on the card overall. But a lot of these mid-majors and lower mid-majors really getting after it. And I do miss it a little bit. Like when I say like back in the day, you guys wouldn't catch me betting any Power 5 schools. We were always living in the Metro Atlantic, the A-Sun, Southern Conference, Southland Conference. Right? Conference USA, CAA. We were all over those conferences because that's where I believed you had the best advantages over the lines. But again, being more of a content guy at this point, I don't have the time to spend to watch all that college basketball that I used to. But the good thing about college basketball, similar to baseball, numbers rule, man. There's a lot of great websites that you can use where you can decipher what the better basketball team is based on conference play. That's why we've been doing so good in the month of February last month, because that's when the sweet spot is. You're getting teams play about 15, 20 games, and away you go into the season where that sweet spot is February, and you have like-first-like opponents, which is why I usually say a lot, and I've said it in the past, handicapping-wise and gambling-wise, the conference tournaments are much, much better than March Madness because you have like-versus-like opponent. Teams have played before. You have these sort of styles going up against each other. We're not, you know, I don't want to say scaring another team off, but it's not like, oh, my God, we got to face, you know, Syracuse in that matchup zone. Never seen it before. It's like, man, this team can't play. No, they just aren't used to that basketball team because you would only have, like, what, 36 hours to get ready for that. These teams know each other, played against each other, like first, like opponents, very easily to sort of throw those darts here. But tomorrow in college basketball, people, is absolutely sensational across the board. As we know it, I mean, Saturdays are chock full. It's like everybody plays on a Saturday. Big conferences, small conferences, major matchups, top 20 teams going after top 20 teams, which include Tennessee and Alabama, Illinois, Wisconsin, Marquette, Creighton, Gonzaga, St. Mary's. Going to be an absolute brawl tomorrow night from Moraga. A lot of good stuff to look forward to. But before we get to Saturday's card, let's take a quick look here at the NBA. Let's hit it next right here on a Friday edition of Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Friday afternoon action. It's College Basketball Friday. Pro Basketball Friday here. So we're outside those realms of an NFL slash football Friday. And it feels good because I love the month of March. It's what we do. The Sports Grid Network got you locked and loaded. So make sure you tune in. Some exciting things coming for tournament time as well. So keep those eyes peeled. But before we get into some NBA action, recap what happened last night, moving forward to tonight, let's get to the phone lines, 844-843-6879. On the hotline right now, it's Moose. He's ready to go. It's a Friday. Get in here, Moose, and talk to me. ERS, you know what's better than Solo Wednesdays? Oh, what is it? Solo Fridays. Solo Fridays. Oh, I tell you what. You bet. And, uh, you know, God bless the X, man. I love his shout-outs. But I've got some Mm shout-outs as well. Let's do a shout-out to uh, Philly tonight. All right. Tyrese Maxey, over 24 Uh and a half. Let's combine that with the great state of OHIO. Donovan Mitchell, over 3.5, 3-point mm. field goals. Okay, that's a nice plus 211. So let's carry this basketball ticket on. Then we're going to get into some shout-outs for some food because yep. we're going into Lent. Okay? Yes. Steph Curry, okay, to score the first field goal of the game. All right, let's combine that with Donovan Mitchell, over 2.53 field goals. And let's do Tyrese Maxey over 22.5. That is a plus mm-hmm. 15-15. You bet. You do bet. And also, I'm doing Bowling Green at Ohio tonight under 150.5. Uh-huh. Donovan Mitchell over 3.5. Maxey over 22.5. That's a plus 336. And I'm going to end our conversation with this. Shout out to Pizza and Mac and Cheese Fridays, okay? And then tomorrow, 70 degrees, nice out, inch and a half, prime, bone-in, ribeyes, garlic mashed potatoes, and roasted Mm. asparagus. You bet. You guys take care. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm out of here. Oh, that's good. That's good. See that? The fires you're right up to. Because isn't the way the weekend's supposed to start? You come in here. You give out some wagers. You tell the people what you like. Then you say, well, you know, here's what's on the plate for dinner. Because as soon as you start getting that, right on a Friday, let's just say, you know, and there's a lot of people out there, trust me, that are working Saturdays and Sundays. But you still get that, like, weekend vibe anyway. But if you're off, like, isn't that the first thing you look forward to? Is like, man, you know what? Number one, you're going to get some sleep this weekend. Maybe have a couple cocktails, smoke a cigar. What do you like out there? Edibles? You know, whatever you partake in and have some fun with, right? But food always rules. Like, what are we eating is such, like, a great thing. And whether it's the wife, the boyfriend, the significant other, whoever it is, it's like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Why don't we go out to this place? Oh, man, that sounds good. Can't wait for this day to be over. Or Saturday night, don't forget, we have dinner reservations at X. Fantastic, man. You can set up your whole weekend here by doing things right. You know what else can set up your weekend? Winning bets. That certainly can do that as well. NBA action last night. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook been on a nice little run here, by the way. If anybody else is partaking as well, some of those odds boosts have been coming in. Yesterday, it was the Golden State Warriors and the New York Knicks. It was Dante DiVincenzo and Steph Curry to combine for nine-plus made three-point shots. Do you know they shot a combined 33-point shots between those two? Now, if I would have told you before the game started they're going to shoot 30 of them, you'd be like, wow, they might have made, honestly, 13, 14, 15 of those, right? Maybe even more if they were crazy hot. They actually made 10, which, again, is good enough. Surpassed it by, you know, two of them. Only needed to make nine. They made 10. But my goodness here, man, a little bit of a sweat in that one because Steph Curry had to make eight of those three-point shots. And with about five minutes to go in the game, it wasn't done yet. A couple three-point shots come in. We cashed that in. That was beautiful. And there's also three more odds boost today. I got to see which one I like the best. I don't think I'm going to do all three, but there are some interesting ones here. But the last couple have really, really been good ones. Milwaukee Bucks yesterday absolutely hammering the Hornets. 111 99. Now, for the Bucks, where do they go from here? 
Well, they do have another game tonight. Take it on the Chicago Bulls on a back-to-back. Slight favorites at four and a half. See if they can win that game. But also yesterday, there were some games that were sort of you know, raised a little bit of an eyebrow. Warriors-Knicks did not raise an eyebrow. Four and a half point favorite for the Warriors. The Knicks, I mean, they're a really bad basketball team. Most teams are, right? Without multiple starters in the lineup. Like, not even Jalen Brunson's going to be able to save you in most instances. That's a bad basketball team. But they'll be much, much better once they get OG Ananobi back and also Julius Randle. Uh, surprising game last night. Spurs 132, Thunder 118. That hurts the Thunder. That's a game you're favored by double digits. I understand it's on the road. I get it. Webanyama was tremendous yesterday. 28-13-7. and Shea Gilders-Alexander still doing what he does, right? 31 points, 30-plus 30 every single night. That's a bad loss for them. And also for the simple fact is you headed into that final quarter only down two, and the Spurs put up 34 points against you in that fourth quarter, beating you 34-22, to 22, and away you go on a 14-point victory. That's a tough loss. Lakers struggling for a while with the Wizards. Beat them in overtime, 134-131. Anthony Davis was sensational with 40 points and 15 rebounds. Other game last night, which I did think was impressive. You take a look at the Denver Nuggets. And again, the Heat aren't all there on offense, but always a competent opponent. You had a game last night where Nikola Jokic had 18 points and Jamal Murray left early with only six points. And you still won that basketball game. You know, we had the coach on this morning. James Young, talking to him about the Denver Nuggets. Like, maybe they're just not that sexy pick this year since they won the championship last year. But at 420 price right now is where they sit. Not a lot of people talking about them. Because I guess it's not that, you know, hey, I want 10-1, to 15-1, to 1, or 20-1. to 1. It's just ho-hum for them. Just a great basketball team all the way around with an unbelievable home court advantage. Which the rest of the NBA is hoping that the Denver Nuggets don't get home court advantage in the Western Conference as they move forward. A lot of games on the docket tonight. Uh, Dallas and Boston. Lines coming down, and I agree with that. This morning, Ben and I were going over this game, and I'm saying to myself, same thing, Coach joined us as well. Where do the Dallas Mavericks fit in this game? We know they have two absolute superstar players. Luka Doncic on one side and Kyrie Irving on the other. One-two punch, fantastic, absolutely sensational. They were getting 10 this morning. That line out the FanDuel Sportsbook and most other outlets here in New Jersey has dropped down to 9. It's one of those where, look, again, they don't just pick lines out and say, oh, this sounds good, let's put it there. There's a reasoning for those lines of why they're in. Number one, the Boston Celtics are the best team in the NBA. Number two, the Boston Celtics are the best home team in the NBA. So case in point right there. But I said this morning, even at 10 points, I'd fall for that trap on the Dallas Mavericks. Quality basketball team here. Boston Celtics, I know how good they are. But let me see Luka get out there and get busy. That's what I need. By the way, one of those, I remember now, I don't have the FanDuel Sportsbook up. Uh, the odds boost in this one is either a Luka Doncic triple-double or a Jason Tatum double-double would cash in a ticket. So an interesting one in there. I sort of like that because Luka obviously is going to flirt with a triple-double and probably Tatum going to flirt with a double-double as well. He just needs to get back, you know, six, seven, eight rebounds, push it over the top, get an extra two and cash that in. Certainly can make some sense there. Golden State Warriors on the back-to-back now going up to Toronto, only favored by two and a half points, but a nice total in that game, 235 and a half. But again, talking about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Bulls, that line sitting at four and a half as a favorite toward the Milwaukee Bucks. This morning, I was saying to myself, you know what? I actually think I like the Chicago Bulls a little bit in this game. It's not really from a handicapping matchup. It's just that sooner, like the Milwaukee Bucks came out of the break. We were having questions if they were ever going to win a game. Now, granted, really, really good team. But at the same time, come on, Doc Rivers. What are you doing with them? But they emerged out of the break after that horrendous loss to the Memphis Grizzlies where Doc Rivers was saying, look, well, half my team was here, half my team was out there in what, Cancun or Cabo San Lucas, whatever he called it there. That's one certainly to keep an eye on at that point. But I do think the Chicago Bulls, just from a contrarian point of view, that's coming in on the Chicago Bulls in this, only 34% of the tickets. 66% of the tickets coming in on the Milwaukee Bucks. 
I think I might lean with the Chicago Bulls. Am I going to play the game? Probably not at this point. But that's the way I'd look forward to it. Also, one more game real quick before we sort of flip it over here in the final moments for Saturday's college basketball. Kings and the Timberwolves is interesting. For me, this is a really good line for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And by the way, FanDuel actually opened up this line at 7.5 as a favorite for the Timberwolves. Now down to 6.5. Lowest number on the board is at DraftKings. That's a minus 6. That's a heavy favorite for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I do like the Sacramento Kings as a team, but they really let me down the other night. Taking on the Denver Nuggets. Going on the road, I thought they could stay within the number, and it turns out they couldn't. So I'm going to say with the Kings again being on the road and also coupled with last night's loss, Oklahoma City, losing that game by 14 points to San Antonio, you got to lock in tonight, Minnesota. Because even yesterday, looking at that Spurs line, I thought it was a little bit too high. I thought the... Uh, rightfully so, the Thunder would win the game, but I did think that the San Antonio Spurs would actually cover. Spurs covered and actually won outright. So that's a big game to get into. Now, college basketball on Saturday, going to be a lot of fun. And if you say to yourself, hey, you know what? What's one day I can absolutely prep and get ready for March Madness? It would be tomorrow because Madness is going to be all over the place. Now, I want to start with the game that I probably like the best. It's Kansas and Baylor. Now, let me just do a double check. Typically, around this time, we start to get in some numbers, which we didn't have them this morning, and we do. Let's see. All right. Let me scroll down. Baylor is a four-and-a-half-point favorite over Kansas tomorrow. Total in that game, 145-and-a-half. I think Baylor wins that basketball game. Therefore, I do believe they cover the four-and-a-half-point spread. The one thing I love about Baylor is, yes, they play in a tough conference, but they are ultimately very efficient on offense. Number one in Big 12 play overall there. They do turn the basketball over a little bit too much for my liking, but it just goes to show you if they're the number one most efficient team and still turn the basketball over, they're doing a lot of things well, which also includes getting to the free throw line. 41, what is it, 41% uh, of their shots come from the free throw line. Basically is what that is, which means, you know, almost half, not half, of their, let's just say 40% of their possessions end up getting free throw shots. That's pretty good. But if we're looking at the three-point shot, which on this season, if we include it in totality, Baylor shoots 40% as a team from the three-point line. Now, granted, the Big 12 is much better than some of the teams they played to start the season, so that number has dropped down to 35.3%. But they do love to shoot the three-point shot with volume. 40% of their shots on offense come from behind the, the arc from three-point range. Do you know who's bad at defending the three-point line? It's Kansas, 12 overall in Big 12 play, which Big 12 has 14 teams. They're 12th also at chasing you off of the three-point line, which means they'll allow you to shoot those shots. So if Baylor is going to be making their three-point shots at average and can get to the free-throw line, Baylor's going to win this game against Kansas. I just think they're a better overall basketball team. And also, taking a look at Baylor to win a national championship, number's high. It's 40-1. to So I think tomorrow in Waco... Scott Drew's team's going to put on a show. If we're taking a look at Baylor, did get a nice win on Monday night against TCU, which, by the way, I told you, I thought TCU would actually win that game. But before that, lost a road game to BYU, who's a very good ball club, and then lost that overtime game to Houston at home. So it's not as if they've been dragging their feet. And the game's previous again. Think of how good Baylor has been this year. Lost to Houston in overtime. No shame in that. Houston's number one overall. Lost by seven to BYU. Lost on the road at the Fog by three. Lost to TCU at home January 27th in three overtimes. Lost to Kansas State in overtime. Lost to Texas by two. Baylor will fight for you people. And they'll win that game tomorrow against Kansas. And they be worthy of one of your tickets here for March Madness. It's Donnie Wright's side. One more segment to go. Come on back with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Final segment of the day. Final segment of the week here for Moneyline. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun putting it on all five days this week as we enter into an unbelievable weekend with fantastic college basketball across the board. Now, if I just told you, I do like Baylor tomorrow. It's a four-and-a-half point line. Obviously, if I think Baylor's going to win the game, I'm going to think they cover that four-and-a-half point spread. Alabama and Tennessee tomorrow. Illinois, Wisconsin. Marquette and Creighton. By the way, in that game, I do think Creighton wins. Kolick. Uh, the really good guard there for Marquette, Tyler Kolick. Don't know if he's going to play tomorrow, and certainly that's going to have an impact on that line here. Let me just see if I can find a line tomorrow for that game. So let me see. Marquette, let's see. Okay, tomorrow. What's that? The second? Marquette, Marquette. Uh, oh, here we go. Four and a half point line for uh, Creighton in that game. I do think Creighton wins that one. Now, again, Kolick could actually play. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he does, even if he does. I still think Creighton's the better side in that game overall. We also just got a line put out there for Gonzaga versus St. Mary's. St. Mary's, even though they clinched the regular season conference, they definitely want to beat Gonzaga again for a second time and finish with a perfect regular season. That line, St. Mary's, minus 2.5 and a total of 138.5. That should be a fantastic game overall here. If we're taking a look at some other action here on Saturday afternoon, a big game, Villanova and Providence. One of those teams, you know, looking at the bubble. Villanova probably in, but can't afford a loss to Providence. Providence would love to get that victory and try to build a resume as they go. South Carolina and Florida in the SEC should be a great one here to try to watch and play out. TCU and BYU in the Big 12. I mean, it goes on and on and on with big-time important games for tomorrow as we set up for the majors. Final week of the season, the mid major Smaller conferences are going to begin their conference tournaments next week, so you can't afford to get any sleep. By the way, not this weekend. Next weekend is daylight savings, so make sure you get all that rest this weekend because it is going to speed up and speed up quickly the following week. It's almost time to get to March Madness, and we are locked and loaded at the Sports Grid Network. For Christian behind the wheels of steel, Donnie Wrightside, thanks for tuning in. See you Monday. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.